Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Oh, this weekend was filled with vitriolic estrogen. And it had to do with, first, a Trump-appointed federal judge who halted the FDA approval of an abortion pill. First, it was Vice President uh, Giggles (laughs) Harris. But, oh, what she said paled in comparison to the reemergence of the pro-choice TikTok woman. Oh, my God. This woman basically took no prisoners and dropped verbal napalm on all men. I pray you never get another restless night's sleep in your life thinking about what you did to women. This is not over. Not by a long shot. How dare you? Karma does not forget. And she may take some time to come back around, but she will get to you. Not on my watch. Sounds like a wicked witch from uh, The Wizard of Oz, right? You got to play that one again. Now, again, this is the TikTok pro-choice woman. She is married to a man. Let's guys out there and women. Understand right now that the person who has to feel completely emasculated, feel like a gelding, a capon, a castrated rooster, is this woman's husband. I want you to listen to what he probably has to undergo each and every day at his house, but especially when all of a sudden something happens within the pro-life force field versus the pro-choices. Again, we're going to start with her reaction to the Trump-appointed federal judge who halted the FDA approval of an uh, abortion pill. Rolling back the clock on women's rights and bodily autonomy is pathetic! You conservatives love fetuses! You love fetuses! You are pro-birth! You are pro-amniotic sex because fetuses can't talk and they can't vote against you! But they make a good narrative for your election campaign. Pathetic. Wow. Do you want to be married to her? God, you better take care of all your chores. You better look to see if you have your three-piece set, your culions, your your huevos. Oh, God. And then she just wouldn't let up. Women who have to make a horrifying decision of their life versus the fetus. Most of the time, it's a clump of cells, cells, so women get to relive their sexual assaults for life or are tied to their assailant. God, if I were married to somebody like her, I think I'd become a homosexual. There's no doubt about it. This woman is a man killer, man hater, but she didn't stop there. You care more about your damn guns than you do a woman's life. Proof. Every 
crow, I get my way. Now, now let's try to analyze this. Let's be fair, Lou and Justin Ellie. If you were to go up to a guy, a gun owner, Mr. Second Amendment, and say to him, okay, I'm here to take away your guns. Let's say it's the ATF, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, federal agency. I'm here to take your guns. You know that a typical male gun owner would say, look, take my wife, take my kids, take my dog, take my car, take my house. Don't take my guns under no circumstance. Could I hear that cut again, Lou? I want to hear. You never get another restless night's sleep in your life thinking about what you did to women. This is not over. Not by a long shot. How dare you? Karma does not forget. And she may take some time to come back around, but she will get to you. Not on my watch. That sounded like the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz. I'll get you, my little pretty. And then one more time, one more time, please, number four. To all you gun owners out there, to all you guys who believe in the Second Amendment, she's coming after you. This is Miss uh, Pro-Choice, the TikTok woman who has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers. You care more about your damn guns than you do a woman's life. Proof every damn day. FYI, there are children in the foster care system that you won't adopt. So please tell me how you are pro-life. You are pro-I get my way. Pro-I get my way. Now, Justin, Alec, I don't know if you're married yet, right? No, you're not. You may want to reconsider that. Because being from uh, the tribe of the chosen people, remember, Jewish guys die before Jewish women in almost all marriages. Just consideration there. But all coming out of her bag was Vice President Giggles Harris. Never seems to have emotion about anything going on in the border, the Michigash. Never seems to be angry about anything. She's always giggling at the most opportune, inopportune times. Uh, she has that chortle. Remember, like Hillary Rodham Clinton had that chortle? But, oh, boy, when the three, the Tennessee three, uh, were told that they would be excommunicated from the state legislature in Nashville. The two young African-American legislators were. The 60-year-old white woman was given a pass, which added more fuel to the racial unrest because it was clearly black and white. Who rolled into Nashville with her entourage, all fired up, ready to go to war? It was Vice President Giggles <laughs> Harris. It wasn't about the three of these leaders. It was about who they were representing. It's about whose voices they were channeling. Understand that. And is that not what a democracy allows? A democracy says you don't silence the people. You do not stifle the people. You don't turn off their microphones when they are speaking about the importance of life and liberty. That is not what a democracy does. God, what a Sarah Bernhardt on that one. I wish you would show that same emotion about all the illegals pouring across the border. She's supposed to be the czarina overseeing Homeland Security, overseeing Mayorkas, and the uh, 
the federal effort uh, that basically just lets the illegals in between Mexico and the United States. And now from Canada as they fly to Montreal and Toronto and then work their way down to Vermont, New Hampshire, into New York, Plattsburgh, and then down to Nueva York, and that's New York here. Could I hear the beginning of that, Lou? Just the beginning of it as she talks about the Tennessee Three, two of whom were excommunicated from the state legislature. It wasn't about the three of these leaders. It was about who they were representing. It's about whose voices they were channeling. Hold on a second. Whose voice? No doubt if she could have extrapolated, she would have said that the two um, African-American legislators, young men, were probably channeling Martin Luther King Jr., right? She could have gone all, hey, look. I mean, you're in Tennessee. Memphis is the site where Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated, right? You might as well have gone the whole nine yards. But how stupid of the Republicans to excommunicate the two young African-American men for having the bullhorn in the well of the state legislature leading the demonstrators in a mini January 6th, right? And then all of a sudden making a federal issue of it and then giving a pass to the 60-year-old white woman. How how... Look at the optics on that and knowing that they're just going to be put back into the legislature. How foolish. What did it accomplish? What did it say? In the meantime, Vice President (laughs) Giggles Harris was there in Tennessee in Nashville and never bothered to visit with the family of the victims of the transgender shooter. By the way, I don't know what the FBI is doing sitting on the transgender's manifesto. You think, like, uh, we have a right to know, FBI? What is this, going to endanger national security if you release it to us? I remember when the brother of the Unabomber recognized that his brother was the person who was sending out all of the bombs that went off when people received them in their homes and worked with the FBI and ratted out his own brother, his own flesh and blood. And they found him in a shack somewhere in the middle of Montana outside of Butte. And then he's doing like triple life without parole now in Florence, the supermax, uh, the federal prison in Colorado. And we saw that he had a manifesto, and the manifesto was released by the FBI. And we went through page after page after page. This guy was on the far left. Uh, He was certainly a uber progressive. We have a right to know. Why are they sitting on this transgender shooter's manifesto in in, uh, Nashville? Makes no sense. And it's another day and another serial shooting that just occurred in Louisville, Kentucky. Apparently a workplace dispute uh, in a bank or a banking firm. Uh, You look at it almost every other day, somewhere else in America, some person who has all the furniture upstairs and rearranged in the wrong rooms gets their hands on legal guns or illegal guns and then decides to go on a killing spree. So watch. Both sides will go at each other's throats over this shooting in Louisville, Kentucky where if you remember at the height of the demonstrations involving the death of George Floyd at the hands of the Minneapolis police in the summer of 2020, with all the demonstrations through uh, 
uh, Louisville over the death of Breonna Taylor at the hands of the Louisville cops who had conducted a no-knock warrant. Remember how you had white militias and black militias showing up on two different sides of the issue, all of them carrying assault weapons. Uh, and nobody got shot there except one guy, I think, uh, ended up, one of the black militia guys ended up shooting himself in the thigh because he mishandled uh, his uh, AK-47. This is what America has become. Just remember, could I play it one more time? Could we play number four of the woman who equated men refusing to give up their guns uh, when it comes to women who now in the majority believe in a pro-choice versus pro-life position? You care more about your damn guns than you do a woman's life. Proof every damn day. FYI. There are children in the foster care system that you won't adopt. So please tell me how you are pro-life. You are pro-I get my way. Let me tell you something, my fellow Republicans. If we don't start getting more female votes, and they are the voters, they are not as loud and aggressive. They're not filled with vitriol like men. A lot of men talk trash, and then they don't vote. Women oftentimes are silent, oftentimes dis. Uh, disagree with their mates, their male mates, and will predominantly vote for Democrats, whether they're Democrat themselves or independents. So beware. Continue to drive women away from the Republican Party, and you will never win a cycle of national election. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Shut up! Some people over the four-day weekend, the holy weekend for Jews, for Christians, and for Muslims, believe that I was talking too much. 32 hours out of 96 hours of programming in an attempt to establish a new Guinness uh, Book of World Records involving radio. But there was uh, a moment in which... um, 
that uh, attempt was in jeopardy. Dan, our crack uh, executive director of engineering here at WABC, who oftentimes is out at uh, Satin Dolls, uh, which uh, is the strip joint that was in the Sopranos, right at the foot of our Tower of Power in Lodi, New Jersey, where you get the 50,000 powerful watts of sound signals, attempted to use the cheese box to help me, which is a violation of the rules. And I uh, restricted that use. Uh, he said, look, I'm just trying to get you up to 100,000 words in 32 hours because I was 160 words shy. Uh, and this is what he did. Thankfully, I caught it before it went out uh, Went out to uh, the Guinness Book of uh, World Records uh, auditors from Price Waterhouse. I mean, how much misinformation can one person put out over the most powerful news talk station in the nation? Rather, I follow in the footsteps of Thomas Edison from across the Hudson River in Edison, New Jersey, who, uh, because of all of his inventions, improved our life so enormously, but would only sleep four hours a night. And the way he would guarantee that he would wake up after four hours is that he would have his legs up in the air on the desk, uh, actually above his hips. After a certain period of time, because I do this all the time, your kidneys growl, forces you to go to the little boy's room, and then you can't go back to sleep because your, your kidney is just... Just like, so it's time to get busy. There'll be plenty of time to sleep when I'm dead. And let's face it, that's one thing we all share in common. Whether you're a billionaire, a millionaire, you don't have two nickels to rub together. At some point, we all will die. Now, that was me. And through the modern technology of what they call a cheese box, all the pauses were sucked out of the broadcast. And I was able to do an additional 160 words, which would have given me 100,000 words uh, over the course of 32 hours. That's cheating. I understand Dan was trying to do the right thing, but no way. You know, I'm no uh, A-Rod, you know, who claimed that when Takapina represented him, oh, uh, I never used roids. And then later on went on to admit it. So we've settled that. That's what it sounds when you cheese box somebody. And then uh, earlier today, as I was on uh, with Sid, as hopefully I will be on Wednesday at 7.05, Friday at 7.05, and on Mondays at 7.05, afterwards he had on Gordon Chang, uh, the toughest uh, guest to get in talk radio and talk TV. It's really a struggle to get uh, Gordon Chang on the air, isn't it, Justin uh, Ellick? He's, like, available. He's like uh, lens lights. And here it is. He tells Sid that we need to get all Americans out of China, this warmonger. Totally foreseeable that the Russians would grab another hostage. And by the way, the Chinese are playing this game as well. So we should get Americans out of China. We should get Americans. Could, could, could I hear that again, please? Could I hear that again? Totally foreseeable that the Russians would grab another hostage. And by the way, the Chinese are playing this game as well. So we should get Americans out of China. Get Americans out of China. Could I hear that on the loop, please, Lou? Uh, please. The loop. So we should get Americans out of China. So we should get Americans out of China. So we should get Americans out of China. So we should get Americans now, out of uh, China. Now, Gordon Chang, who is like Lenslice on TV and available for every interview imaginable to try to get us into a world war, if not with China, with Russia, with Iran, God only knows who. Does he not realize that we do $1.9 trillion worth of imports and exports, exports with three countries? China, Canada, Mexico. He already wanted us to go to war against Mexico. Remember when we shot down that balloon on February 11th, right before the Super Bowl. 
And now he wants us to pull out 100,000 citizens out of mainland China, red China. Is he crazy? It's not going to impact China. Well, what, how are we going to replace all those imports? We've been talking about this all through the years, going back to Clinton, Bush 43, uh, Trump. Yeah, now all of a sudden with Biden, we shouldn't be dependent on red China. Well, unfortunately, we are. And it's not going to impact red China at all. Now, the other person who needs to shut up is AOC in the middle of Passover. AOC took to the floor of the House and was screaming and ranting against uh, anti-Semites. I wonder if it was against her uh, fellow members of the squad and herself. She should be pointing the finger at herself because she is the leader of the anti-Semites. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life, and you all and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about an abdic- a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. Oh, oh, relax, relax. Ilhan Omar and Talibi, right, your friends in the squad. They're anti-Semites. But then again, it's do as I say, not as I do. Then let's go to uh, Mr. Vapors himself. Lindsey Graham doesn't know a country in the world he doesn't want to go to war against. And he wants you to help Donald Trump, but he really wants you to help Lindsey Graham first. I'm sorry I'm so upset, but please help President Trump. If you can afford five or ten bucks, if you can't afford a dollar, fine. Just pray. Make sure you vote as early as you can in your state. Don't risk anything anymore. Vote as soon as you can. Pray for this country. Pray for this president. And if you got any money to give, give it. LindseyGraham.com, it doesn't go to me. It goes to helping this president and taking back the Senate. Wait a second. Then why should anybody send money to you? There are so many PACs available for Donald Trump and the support of Donald Trump. In fact, I'm watching commercials every five seconds bashing DeSantis. PACs are pro-Trumpers. I wouldn't send a nickel, dime, or penny to Lindsey Graham because you know he's going to be skimming that money. You know that. And then, of course, the other person who should shut up is Andrew Evil Eyes Cuomo. King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo. In fact, let me give you the uh, Cuomo salute. Andrew, I send them to you, provenance Fachim. And like your father, Mario, you are, as he's listening right now on our FM affiliate, WLIR at the uh, Cuomo compound with his brother Fredo and his wartime consigliere Joe Pacoco, who just got out of jail as they're stirring the marinara sauce, hitting the mattresses and planning their comeback. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. Now, he refuses uh, to address that question. In fact, let me hear that on the loop, please. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. That's a stain on your soul, Andrew Evilized Cuomo. You have never, ever addressed that. 
You can't even get to first base with most of our listeners. And many times maybe you appear here at WABC as a guest or it's a special one-hour presentation. You got to address that. You got to explain what the hell you meant by that. Well, I know what you meant by that. But I'm going to give you a chance to do a pivot and shift and a flip-flop. <laughs> and then there's the new starlet out there. Yes, Lou. She's got like 10 trillion followers. I don't know if I call her she, he, they, you know, these terms now. She has male anatomical, um, uh, what can we call it? Um, male anatomical um, members. Her name is Dylan Mulvaney. She is a TikTok influencer. In fact, as much as Joe Biden has talked about uh, wanting to stop TikTok because it's controlled by the Red Chinese, along with a bipartisan group of Republicans, Biden's Biden's White House announced plans to use TikTok influences to get votes of young people. And one of them would clearly be the woman in the eye of the storm, Dylan Mulvaney, who now is endorsing um, Nike products and endorsing Budweiser Light. Listen to what she had to say. It makes you want to scratch your head. I was walking around and everyone was staring. And I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And they were all staring directly at my crotch. And I went, oh, I forgot that my crotch doesn't look like other women's crotches sometimes because mine doesn't look like a little Barbie pocket. Yeah, because you got a three-piece set. Because you have a hose there. I don't know how long it is. I don't know, uh, you tuck it in, whatever the hell it is. But that's the influencer of the moment. She needs to shut up. And then, of course, there's Marjorie Taylor Greene, who has labeled all Democrats as pedophiles. The Democrats are a party of pedophiles. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children. They are not pedophiles. Why would you say that? Democrats, Democrats support even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children being sexualized and having transgender surgeries. Sexualizing children is what pedophiles do to children. Wow. Okay. No, uh, that's like, wow. This is the face of the Republican Party. Well, Facha Bruta, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Never trust anybody with three names. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Spectacular! Now, here's the Sid Wrap-Up. Oi! Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. But those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd need ya? Who'd have thought they'd need ya? Cause we got him all. 
on the spot. Welcome back. Yes, welcome, welcome back, back to Sid Rosenberg, who is across the pond for about a week visiting his daughter in Wales and in London with his family. And oh boy, he should go away often, uh, Lou. Because he must have had an epiphany while he was in uh, London and Cardiff and Wales. Because upon his arrival at JFK, he was on the attack against his very dear friend, Eric Adams. You heard me right away take both uh, Adams, the mayor, and Hochul, the governor, to task. I'm going to tell you the truth. At the risk of pissing off my friend Eric, I must have mother effed Adams a hundred times during this trip. By the way, I didn't see any smoke shops. Didn't smell weed everywhere. A couple of kids, college kids, were smoking weed on the corner in Cardiff. But you're right. You go to another major, major city, which has a lot of the same things we've got, and there is no reason, there's no reason for the filth and the homeless and the drugs and the guns and the crime and all our politicians do, all of them, is make excuses. So I figured, okay, he just arrived. This was when the 6 o'clock hour this morning that he would probably get texts from all of his friends, you know, Frank Carone, Anthony Carone, who have their hooks uh, into Sid Rosenberg, the former chief of staff, the crook that he is, Frank Carone, and his crooked young brother, uh, and tell him to knock it off, maybe even from Eric Adams himself, you know, who at times is like his master. Oh, no. After uh, I finished talking with him at 7.05, he continued on with the rant about an hour later. I was away. I was in London. And as I said earlier this morning, and this goes out to the Mayor Adams, the Governor Hochul, major city, right, major city, very diverse. You can walk down the street, see a Muslim person, an Italian person, a German person, major business, all that going on. And yet, Rich... You could eat off the streets, Yeah. no guns, no yeah. crime. What's our excuse? Really, what's our excuse? Wow. And again, they listen at City Hall intently. Uh, Frank Carone, his brother Anthony Carone, all of the sickle fans, toadies, and lackeys of Eric Adams were probably blowing up the mayor's phone saying, yo, Sid's turning on you, Sid's turning on you. Well, guess what? At the wrap-up of the show, right before Brian Kilmeade at 10, Sid just continued to pile on to Eric Adams. You see, what it takes is to leave New York City, major metropolitan area in the world, go to another major metropolitan area like London and come back and see the difference, which is exactly what Sid was talking about on three occasions this morning. So basically the theme of today's show was Sidney went away. Sidney went to a different country with a really big city, comparable in so many ways to New York. Sydney loved that city and loved that country because that city and that country that Sydney loved had all the things that Sydney loves about New York and didn't have any of the things that Sydney doesn't like about New York. Sound magical? Well, it was. So my question to Mayor Eric Adams and other politicians in this town and in the state is, why not us? Why not? Why do I have to look to my right, look to my left, look in front of me, look down when I hop on the subway in about 
about an hour. I didn't do that when I took the underground tube in London. I couldn't drink a soda on the subway because of the stench, let alone homeless people that are occupying the subways once again, once again, in big numbers. Big numbers. Menacing. Masturbating. Doing all the things that no person should ever see in public. They do it all the time. Why? Why, when I walk down a street in London that has theaters like New York City, hotels like New York City, and residential buildings like New York City, cabs and buses and diversity, I can walk into a person who's there from Germany or Italy or Brooklyn, just like we do here. Why is it that I don't see any feces on the street, not from a human or a dog? Why is it I don't see urine on the streets? Why is it when I walk down to the underground, I don't smell urine on a 65 sunny degree day like it was yesterday? Why is it I don't see homeless all over the streets, people talking to themselves half naked walking on the streets of Westminster? Why is that? I ask again, why not us? Talk is cheap. We've heard it. We've heard it. Sounded great. But nothing's really changed, has it? The weather's nicer. People are going to be in a better mood, scantily clothed, back on the ferries to Rockaway, out to opening up their homes in Tom's River, the Hamptons, Fire Island going upstate, or right around the corner. But guess what? It's going to be cloudy and cold again come September or October. We're all going to be back in the city, and all this ugliness will once again hit us right between the eyes. So I ask one more time, why not us? Well, take it to Eric Adams now. You did it three times this morning, Said, Don't waver. I know what the mayor's going to do. He's going to text you and say, hey, what are you doing tonight? Hey, Sid, why don't you come with me? Hey, Sid, uh, I want I want you to headline this event with me. Will Sid suddenly change his mind as he has been apt to do and has even said, if you give me attention, if you make me number one second to none, yeah, yeah, I might change it. Stick to your guns on this one, Sid. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.